Good morning, VH1. It's a new day. It's a new week. It's a new stream. I'm with my boy Evan. This is the rumor mill. Hi, it's your boy, Joe Batance. What's up, boy Batance? Oh my god, I am I so... Hate hey, what? I forgot that immediately. Boy Batance. Bo- I know, it doesn't sound good. How have you been? No, I'm oh. good, thank you. I'm having a really nice day until I am getting berated by you. How did I berate you? Now I'm berating you about being berated. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, wait, now I'm great though. I don't think you and I have really spoken. I want to tell the audience here. Speaking of rumor mills, I, this is the only show where, because, you know, Taylor and I are boring, but you are in your 20s, you're hung. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're young, you're hung, you're full of cum. I hate that phrase, by the way. <laughs> Why would you do that? That's so upsetting. I just, I just thought I right enjoying now. my dinner. Oh. <laughs> but oh. anyway... The point is, and I'm going to spill some tea. Guys, this is the only show where I can actually spill tea about our show. So here we have... Now, by the way, because of this show, because of the rumor mill, you know, Mm -hmm. we all knew what was going to happen. Remember we had the emergency rumor mill when shit was going down, you know? Oh, you had to pretend to be shocked about it? I'm going to tell you something, and I was just talking about this a little earlier today, so I've been talking about it for a while, is... You know, the show ends, and then Taylor and I have about 15, 10 to 15 minutes, and then we start recording our podcast episode. When we actually started, well, when Taylor signed on and we were talking, I said, you know what? I got to take some medicine, some Tylenol. I don't know why Tylenol. I didn't want to do a Xanax. Well, I didn't want to do a Xanax because I didn't want to be sleepy or lethargic during the show. So I figured Tylenol was the way to go. But my heart was still, even though I knew what was going to happen, Taylor, your name's not Taylor. Um, I know the show would be good if you were. No, even though <laughs> the silence is deafening. Um, the even though I knew what was going to happen, Evan, um, I my heart was beating a million miles a minute. I was gagged beyond belief, and I knew what was going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. And it was still, you still like lost your shit. I still lost my shit. So here's my question to you. Mm-hmm. Sorry about the are sirens. The, are the sirens coming for you? Look, I can't <laughs> help that. I can't help that you live in the city. Like there are some people who get really mad. People have to understand you live in the, you're, you know, you're young, so you're sorry. hung, I you're full in, of cum and housing. you live in the project housing. Okay. So anyway, get this. Get what? I'm talking to the audience, not you. Oh. I call it because this is one, you know, this is probably not only one of the most gag worthy episodes of the season, it's one of the most gag worthy episodes of the entire series. You know, detox on Twitter, huh? I would agree with that statement. Detox on Twitter said that Ben Delacram won the series. Okay. Like, the whole series. The whole series. Yeah. So I call Evan the next day. I'm dying to know what. Because <laughs> even though we already going. knew, I was like, uh, I was like, because he was like, maybe I'll film the bar reacting. So I go, oh, did you, uh, 
get the bar reacting? And Evan, what did you say? Um, I didn't. You called me asking for the bar. No, actually, you texted me mm-hmm. asking for the bar reaction that night, and I didn't respond. Um, I woke up Friday morning with literally no recollection of the episode. It because I watched the show at a bar, uh-huh. and um, usually I'm very good at it. Like usually I'm good at like kind of like you know you're good at watching of, shows. No, no, I'm good at keeping the alcohol consumption to like a decent level. It's a Thursday, whatever. Mm. But this bar that we go to, they do a buy one get one happy hour. Mm-hmm. So when you buy one drink, you're really buying two. Okay. And just for some reason, I think like, I was running late. I didn't eat dinner before going out. I don't remember. I didn't remember any of the episode. Not mm-hmm. a single. I could not have told you a single bit of it. And I was so upset. And so I had to rewatch on Friday night. Yeah, but here's the thing is uh, I'm going to tell you. And something. I knew. You knew what? And I knew what was gonna, I, I knew what was going to happen, but I still like I was still. But here, I the, knew, Evan, I, here's what I'm telling you: you don't need to apologize. You are 26 years old. This is what you're supposed to be doing at 26. You don't have a show to mm-hmm. do now. You were supposed to be at work the next day. Well, did you make it to work the next day? Oh yeah, I made it to work. I was fine. I mean, I wasn't fine, but I was fine. You know, like I got mm-hmm. to work. I don't know. I saw you briefly on camera today, and I'm going to tell everyone, Evan was looking fine today. Ah, right? Evan's lost a bunch of weight. Chalk it up to seasonal depression and a little bit of the flu a couple weeks ago, and you're going to be right under your birth weight. What? Nothing. Oh, stop it. Don't stop playing that. Gross. Oh, disgusting. Okay. Um, so, so now let's actually get. Oh, so anyway, so before we get into this, give me and and you know, Evan, do this in like a minute. I don't need a whole because okay. we, you know, I don't know if you know this. We released two episodes about this fucking goddamn episode. You know. Mm-hmm. So, give me your one to two minute ver- take on this on this episode. I thought that this was easily. I mean, this will. I'm eating my words about last week about how the show, the season, wasn't exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with you. One of the best season episodes of the entire series. I thought that um, the bit with the contestants coming back or kind of confronting each one of their like eliminators was kind of dramatic and a little forced, but again, like handled very well. Mm-hmm. Thought the challenge itself was exceptional, um, and I. I mean, it was a little like. I think Lucian Piani could have done a better like bit of song, but it was still a really great, strong challenge. The lip sync strong song was excellent, and I think that BB would have won and before she'd taken off her damn wig. Mm-hmm. And I think Ben really, really like went for that. I think she, the fact that we knew exactly what was going to happen, I was super thrilled that it wasn't a situation where Morgan McMichaels ended up eliminating her because I mm-hmm. genuinely feared for her well being if she was the one responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was just I thought it was exceptional storytelling. Yeah. And I've watched it twice now. Once just like to see it on Friday, and then I watched it again Sunday evening or Sunday at some point. Mm-hmm. And they really laid it out. I mean, it was so obvious, like watching it, like you know, you that you could tell they were setting it up for this to happen mm-hmm. and all the writing was on the walls. But it was just really good TV. Really good TV. It was amazing television. I because you know, like on those 90-minute episodes, uh, there are a lot of moments when I'm like uh, there's filler. You're not maybe not yes. the whole episode, but there's maybe one segment is like you know a lot of times like we didn't see a choreography segment. Often I feel the choreography segment is filler. You know, correct. Yeah, there was no filler 
in this even, episode. Even when they were f- being shown filming like a recording. Yeah, because like, you got with this. Adam Lambert. You got this. That was all so good. Yeah, I'm pussy, bitch. So good. I thought Adam Lambert was really good as a guest judge. I thought he was <sighs> if you listen if, I know you hate him, but if you listen to his critique and his feedback, it's helpful and constructive whereas sometimes they come in the past and they'll be like you know when lucian was like well don't be like lord but be like lord like that doesn't that's not helpful at all. like he was very specific in like mm-hmm. the, the the criticism and feedback he gave the queens and it, i think it really helped them you didn't think adam lambert was just a little extra well it's adam lambert i mean he walks into a room and i'm sure glitter puffs out of the front door like i'm sh- like of course front he's gonna be what? extra but if you're gonna be extra on a tv show you may as well be extra when you're a guest judge on rupaul's drag race so you know if you're gonna be extra and still help people and be you know useful i'm all here for it okay do you do, are you attracted oh, also to- go ahead also i do despite morgan coming back i thought that she did not deserve to be the one brought back based on that challenge performance it should have been asha okay but ben's, just ad- because- but ben's addressed this did you listen to both of our episodes um i probably did but i don't remember what you guys said are you is, is there a riot going on why is there so much siren in in the background i'm sorry i live next to a hospital that's the other problem oh do me. you really I love I'm looking at Howard University Hospital right now. So like it's just it's a, a never ending thing. I'm gonna try as soon as no. I hear it, I'm gonna push the mute button. So just But not while you're talking. It's not Absolutely. that big of a deal. But anyway, yeah, but it's annoying. Okay. By the way, so what are you thirsty? Do you, are you attracted to this Adam Lambert? Am I attracted to him? No, I think that he is good looking, but I'm not attracted to him. Okay. Well I can see the appeal. Okay. Now let's go to the. I want you know everyone should know who's listening. We have a brand new stream, our own dedicated, Woo! our own dedicated stream. It's at mixler.com slash drag race recap. Now mixler is spelled weird. It's m i x l r dot com slash drag race recap. I'm going to tell you something. From what I'm hearing, people are liking this stream more. You know, it's easier to sign on, and uh, we love everyone at Pride Forty Eight. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have to mention something. Guys, I need to say something, and just don't ask, all right? I'm Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, my name's Joe Batanz, and I have something to say. <laughs> RuPaul's Drag Race Recap done dr- fucked up RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Oh, you know what? Joe Batanz done fucked up RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. I'm going to say something, and just want to be clear. Last week on the after show of the Rumor Mail, on the stream, after we finished recording... I made some comments, and I just wanted to be very clear that those comments were the comments uh, uh, from Joe Batance, not RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, not Evan Ayers, not Taylor Velate Boy. They solely represent the opinion of Joe Batance. And we'll just say that. Let's go to the world's greatest chat room on the dedicated stream here at Mixer.com slash Drag Race Recap. Let's say hi to Ray Hartsock, Alex Lefebvre Music, Yellow Phoenix, Luke Stammon, Johnny Porter, Evan Ayers, Barry Brown 3, Safolian, Lauren Eckert, Elizabeth. Don't talk about that. Oh, that's funny. That's good. Carrie Wrinkles, Siphon Shen, Lindsay B., Jacques Dula, And there are eight other... <laughs> Uh, eight other people everywhere around. Um, yeah, Lindsay B. Jacques is a dedicated stream fish. Yes, thank yes. you. Hi, y'all. Um, uh, any now, Evan, have there been any? 
What's so funny? I'm just laughing at that use of that like insert statement name fish has become such a thing that I use to people and like people don't understand it. Like I was at brunch yesterday with my boyfriend and their credit cards were down like their machine. And so they had to like accept payment elsewhere. And I just said, come on, compromise fish. And this girl just looked at me like, what? Like you didn't have fish. And it just like doesn't translate outside of drag race. But anyway, go on. Oh, y'all wanted a twist, eh? <laughs> Come on, season six. Let's get sick, me. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but the dumber the drag race quote, because uh, uh, Lindsay B, I'm just going to call her Lindsay B, said it's dumb. <laughs> the dumber the, the drag race quote, the more I like it. Same. Oh, completely. The the more the more ridiculous and like I love out, that drink. That, oh, damn it, beat me to that. Was that the one you were gonna say? Yeah. No, but I was gonna say I love this quote. Say it. I love this quote. I love that drink. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Uh, have there been any uh, interesting comments in the chat room, Evan? Um. People are just very. I the, the first of all, the chat room looks great, but you now everyone's just happy that we found a little group and a little stream, and just landed like fresh tilapia gia gun. Yes, Johnny Porter. Yeah, we're just talking about fish. Yeah. Okay, everyone. Uh, oh, Elizabeth has Elizabeth in the chat room has one of my favorite quotes. I have to do. Then this is the last one. Then we're gonna get to some spoilers. Hi, Manella. <laughs> I just saw Manella, girl. Okay, here we go. So let's actually now, you know, as the season winds down for All Stars 3, uh, we have fewer and fewer rumors. So we're going to be a little light on the rumors. I mean, we'll have some rumors. We'll be a little light on the rumors. But uh, other than that, uh, so let's talk about it. Do you have any? Now, I've done my research, but Evan, is there any, are there any rumors you want to bring today? The oh, I I've I went with the intention of finding rumors today, and my attention was completely sucked away towards the RuPaul comments today. So I would love to talk about that later. But if you've done your research, I would love to hear what you have to say, and then I will gladly comment. And maybe it'll jar my memory. But I spent most of my day reading about RuPaul, not about rumors. Okay, so here here's what I okay. Let's talk about the RuPaul stuff first. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, and I'm going to take, I'm going to plead the fifth on most of the RuPaul stuff. Okay. I am not a trans woman. I am not transgender at all. What? Yep. I didn't want to tell you this. I'm not, I'm not transgender and I don't feel I have the right or the, not even the right. I don't feel it'd be right. Let me put it that way. For me to discuss publicly my thoughts about Ru- RuPaul sets. Because I feel no matter what I say, okay, I feel that it could be misconstrued and people's feelings will be hurt. Now, I can comment on why I think that is, and I will. And I can comment about RuPaul, which I can't will. But in terms of my opinion about what RuPaul said, and whatever, if you're if you're if you don't know what's going on. RuPaul gave an interview to The Guardian in England and uh, made some comments about, oh, you know, I'll just be very direct. I'll just state facts. She said, and I'm paraphrasing here, she was talking about, the question was actually about whether she could ever see, imagine a universe where bio queens or the women, people who 
were born women and present as women in life also are drag queens, okay? If she could ever see a, a, a universe, imagine a universe where bio queens compete on RuPaul's Drag Race. And she said, essentially, no, because uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is a show about men who dress up as women and being punk rock about their ideas of gender and that it's sort of a fuck you to the establishment. So when you have women presenting as women, it's not really what the show's about. And then that went to transgender and she said that peppermint, you know, that she she doesn't think someone who has physically transitioned, so not necessarily that identifies as a woman, but someone who's actually gone through and started to physically transform who they are, she doesn't feel they should be on the show either because, once again, whilst they've had people who've done some lip ejections and hip injections, that, that they've now transformed into a woman and, and, you know, basically see option A, and this is why they can't compete on the show. The Peppermint did because Peppermint... Until after she was on the show, she didn't start to physically transition. Evan, do you, do you feel it's a fair assessment about what RuPaul said? I think it's a fair. It's a, that's essentially what he said. Yes, it was the idea that he said because the peppermint thing was because peppermint essentially presented as male, even though she identified as female. That's that was almost, was almost saying she was saying like that's why she was able to be on the show in his mind. But that's that's the best synopsis. And I also have to agree with you before we say anything further that. I'm not trans. I have no complete right to speak on this, but I'm I'm just very fascinated. Okay, but by no, it. look, this is you. You do you. This, we are we are not on huge though. Yeah, we are not on Pride 48. Uh, the only like we are in our dedicated Drag Race recap spree- stream here at Mixler.com/slash Drag Race Recap. Please, by the way, if you're in the chat room, subscribe to the show. We get nothing for it. I, I get nothing for you subscribing. I pay a service to let you guys do this, but. Uh, what I'm saying though is it'll send. Oh wait, how? I think some people were saying that you get alerts. I'll look into that. But supposedly you get alerts when the show's on and all that drama. So oh. s- subscribe to the show so you are in tune about when we're going to be on the air. Because now that we have a dedicated stream, I can just go on whenever. We can we can resume doing RuPaul Radio. RuPaul Radio is coming back. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. That's when I can start playing uh, great uh, numbers, you know, like... God, finally you can play Geronimo without losing some sleep. Yeah, now I can, now I can finally be like... Oops, I just stopped it. Never mind, I'm over it. I'm already over it now. Okay, now the point is... Um, so, Evan, this is our stream. You, you owe nothing to anyone. And uh, say what you want. But By the way, you have to be the one that bears the brunt of any bad emails that come against you. FYI. Fair. Okay. All right. Go ahead. What do you want to say about this? Oh, I mean, I don't I don't want to say anything. I'm just saying that I I find it very interesting and I'm more interested in what queens queens that have either been on the show or queens that I think or that I know that have kind of been trying to get on the show have been really coming for her publicly and it's just mm-hmm. very interesting to see like what's going to come of this mm-hmm. for Rue at least. And my the interesting thing that I saw and the only thing that kind of makes me question further kind of what Rue was saying is that he tweeted something about he was because they talk about drag being the Olympics of drag or drag race being the Olympic Olympics of drag mm-hmm. and he talked about there was some quote where it was like you know doping athletes who dope doesn't make them not athletes it just means that they can't compete on the Olympics and I just it's literally like he was comparing people who go th- go through gender reassignment as people who dope like it just it's it didn't seem in good taste for me. And he posted this after all of this shitstorm started. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But um, I saw a very interesting tweet today. It was like, I love when RuPaul reminds us that he's a baby boomer, kind of talking about how he's never really been 
that forward thinking with his mindsets of what drag is or, mm-hmm. or with this whole thing. But I think the people, the problem that people are having is that, you know, they're saying that trans contestants really wouldn't have a place on the show. And yet they were so quick to make an entire segment of it on, you know, on a peppermint's identity, or they've taken so many trans people and they use their storylines to promote their show. So it just kind of seems, you know, hypocritical as Morgan McMichaels would say. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Now I told you I don't, I don't, I don't have any problem talking about RuPaul, and yeah, no. I will say this. This is what I'll say. People are acting like they're shocked that RuPaul's an asshole. Yeah, I don't know why y'all gagging. He bring it to you every time. You know, <laughs> it's one of these. He doesn't thi- care about anybody. Well, that's the thing. Is RuPaul is and and RuPaul makes no secret about this. Okay, RuPaul and I've talked about this before. RuPaul makes no secret about this. RuPaul only cares about RuPaul. And I can and, and I can frame this in a very positive way. Because RuPaul would say, yeah, RuPaul's out for RuPaul, but he also is for you being for you. And you do you, and I'll do me, and leave me alone. But I want to go back to the history here. I want to talk about how people need to remember something, okay? What they need to remember is in 2008 or 2009, I can't remember which one it is, when, when Drag Race started... This was a show, a reality competition show on the fucking worst network, Logo, right? <laughs> that w- that essentially did a show, right? That they got a 1990s one-hit wonder washed-up freak drag queen to host it and it was essentially a parody of America's Next Top Model. It was meant to be sort of a funny gay take on America's Next Top Model. It wasn't meant to be this cultural watershed moment, you know, that changed society. It was meant to be a funny haha show, which at that time they were doing a lot of this. It just came out around the same time as uh, the one about Joe Millionaire. It was like the reality show movement had happened, and now that was sort of the backlash, and they were doing like sort of joke reality shows. Yeah, it was the time to make fun of it, not. Yeah. And this was a reality show that was just making fun of reality shows. And if you actually watch a lot of those early seasons, they do a lot of intentional parodies of reality shows. So RuPaul was a washed up one hit wonder from the 90s that they made, that they, as a joke, that they made the host of the show. She brought it, you know, she thought it'd be kind of funny, a lark. And didn't I, no one anticipated what a success this show would be. And I think RuPaul made the mistake of welcoming the mantle as of gay pioneer. And don't get me wrong, she is. But when you wear that mantle, you assume responsibilities that I don't think RuPaul wants to have. Okay? Yeah. RuPaul, and you have to understand this, and this applies to the competition, and it replies to the show. RuPaul's drag race is... RuPaul's universe and we live in it. There's no fair, there's no unfair. It's her fucking show. And if you don't like it, go watch another show or stop watching the show. And that's how you protest. You stop watching the show. So you know, I thought what's funny is on Twitter, RuPaul started quoting the A Course in Miracles. Now, I'm a, I don't consider myself an expert student of Course in Miracles. You know, I'm a little bit of a student of it. And here's what I can tell you. She's totally, like, misusing those quotes. Actually, she should read those quotes herself. One of them is, the ego speaks first and the ego speaks loudest. And um, I think just by posting that, 
shows that's the ego speaking first. And it's Rue's ego speaking first and Rue's ego speaking loudest. So I'll say that. like, And, and that baby boomer quote is, is fantastic. It, it, RuPaul has a certain understanding of how things work. And her world is defined by that. And you're not going to change it. First of all, you're not going to change it in anyone that age anyway. And then you're looking at RuPaul who thinks everything she does is right and perfect and beautiful. Talk to anyone who's been on the show. And they'll tell you that RuPaul has zero sense of humor. Yeah. I, you know, I was just on Sirius XM radio, channel 105, X, uh, Larry Flick, whatever I say. And Mrs. Kasha Davis and uh, Darian Lake were the guests. And we don't, they only talked very briefly. That, by the way. Huh? What did you say? I said I love that you got you were, I said I love that you were on with them. I'm obsessed with them. Okay. And Darian said, you know, something about RuPaul. I can't remember what it was, but I also talked about this. Like RuPaul does not find herself funny. She doesn't have a sense of humor about herself. So she thinks everything she says is right and perfect and she's thought it out. So there's no it, it's this show is this is the show, and that actually sort of that gives you a hint as to my opinion. Uh, and I'm not saying whether it's right or whether it's wrong. It's RuPaul's Drag Race, and you know that's the way it is. Uh, Evan, do you have anything else to say about this? Sorry, um, alarm thing. Yeah, no, I agree, and I, I just think of that quote that really says. Uh, or that's he said a few times at least. So it's whatever uh, whatever others think of me is none of my damn business. Like he he's always said this. Nothing. This should never be shocking to people, but mm-hmm. I think it's just shocking as as the show is progressing and becoming more popular and more mainstream. Like the show just broke like massive ratings records recently. Like mm-hmm. it's at its peak right now. I think where you're attracting all of these new age, younger you know queens who are more forward thinking and kind of you know. This is this is what drag is becoming, and you try to throw it into this cog that is reality television. It's going to be muddy. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I will say that I, in terms of like contradictory, there I someone sent me this the quote. It was from season five mm-hmm. at the finale or the reunion when he's talking to Monica Beverly Hills about you know her story about coming out, blah blah, and he says the only thing that we screen for on the show is charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Well, apparently that's not the case anymore, but it's just an interesting comparison. But it's going to be very interesting to see where the, what happens with this or where it goes. Well, RuPaul's one of these people where she, she and this happened with the um, the female versus she-male drama, okay? Oh, yeah. Which is, she never changes her position. She never, she's never taken back what she said about the female versus she And that, again... FYI, just a, a recap on what happened was in season six, there was a mini challenge called female versus she male. They showed pictures of like uh, crotches, right? If I'm not mistaken. And you had to guess whether it was a, a cis female or a, uh, a, a, a she male a man dressed as a woman. I thought it was noses. Oh, was it noses? I don't remember. And uh, then there was this big uproar and they've removed it from every episode since. And um, But when RuPaul responded at the time, she gave a speech about how drag is punk rock. And so when you say people can't use tranny or anything like that, then what you're actually doing is giving more power to the word. 
And there's a whole thing. And she's never taken that stuff back. I'm not saying she should. But but you did notice the show has now changed. In fact, isn't oh no, that's Tranny Chaser. It changed that's to Granny song, yeah. Grant Granny Chaser now. Or they say Granny <laughs> It's called Granny Chaser. No, but now that's on the podcast they started talking about, but like um they started talking about that. But you know what? We haven't talked about it. it it's a half hour in, Evan. We haven't spoken about one goddamn rumor. You're right. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. So let's talk about So here's one of the big things that happened last week um, is Ben, whatever happened with Ben, it, it really laid out, okay, this is what's going to happen the rest of the season because now we found out of the spoilers that people have been spoiling, we know, okay, these people have the tea because they really predicted this. Yeah. Anyone who predicted anything different is wrong. So here's, we don't know much about the content of the episodes. Here's what we know. The one on Thursday, um, pretty much someone, it's Morgan's going home. Yeah, that's what we know. We don't know who's sending Morgan home. The rumor has been BB. The rumor, and there's different avenues of support that is either BB, that it's Trixie, or that it's um, Shangela. Kennedy's not in the mix, right? It's just yeah, it's not Kennedy, and I, I, I people are doubting it's Shangela because Shangela can't sew for shit, and it's a makeover challenge. But isn't but isn't the theory though that one of the T people said that Shangela sends the most people home, so she would need to send home uh, Morgan to make that prediction oh, come true. True, 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 true. But then there's very strong tea that BB sends home Morgan. Now, what has been debunked, no one thinks anymore that BB's going to quote Tyra when, se- no, when sending no home Morgan. No, one thinks that? No, because the person who made that quote, I mean, who made that prediction was a a redditor who had a I, I i think i'll never tell you his name of the redditor but i think actually it was very close to another redditor who has the same name so i don't know if it's exactly that but uh so that that's sort of been shot down no one thinks you're going to quote tyra and then there's also a possibility and i can't remember what the logic is here that trixie will send home morgan and i can't remember how they get come to that conclusion either uh interesting but that's so it's either Trixie, BB, or Shangela is going to send home Morgan, but Morgan is going home. Do you have any other tea on this episode? No, except that it's a it's a wedding challenge, right? Which would be interesting and ironic because Morgan was sent home on a wedding dress making challenge on season two, which would just kind of be a funny story arc for her. Okay, I actually have remember that. Wait, say that again. I was like reading something. Uh, so you remember on season two when Morgan was sent home, she was sent home on a challenge where they had to make wedding dresses. And so this is like oh, another one of those. Yeah, how so funny. Just- um, okay, so I'm reading actually directly from Reddit. The title is called Episode 8 Top 2 Finalists. It's by uh, a user named Franz von Karma. And Franz Ooh, von like Karma writes... Uh, Apparently, next episode's lip sync in Naughty Girls by Samantha Fox, and the final lip sync will be Freaky Money by RuPaul. In that case, we have one, BB and Trixie. That's the original T. Two, Shangela and Trixie. Those are the most girls sent home T. Okay, that's because it's from that. And then Trixie and Kennedy. That, oh, that's for the final two. 
Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I was thinking about the Who Sends Home Morgan. Okay, let, I'm sorry. Let me rethink this. Okay. So, one, BB and Trixie as being the final two. That's the original T. Okay? I remember that. Okay. I, think, I, think, I think that's from Naive Smalls. Two, Shangela and Trixie. Uh, that happened because I think that there was a mistake in interpreting who how the jury votes. And I think... Uh, there was this thing about the very... They thought the jury picked the top two and it's actually sending people home. I don't know what that one is. Three, Trixie and Kennedy. I remember hearing that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the current tea. And then four, BB and Shangela, jury voted to eliminate girls' tea. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Oh, that's where the BB and Shangela one... Yeah, because there was a rumor that, you know, the jury votes for Kennedy and Trixie. But what people found out is that they actually... The, the jury votes to send home the people not make them the top two so evan we didn't even explain that i'm sorry i didn't i misinterpreted the post this is referring to in episode eight the rumor is that there's some sort of challenge i think it it sounds like it's a read you wrote you kind of challenge to freaky money um by uh rupaul and uh big freed i actually have it right here let's actually listen to a little bit of it it'll give me a chance to um also get my thoughts here because i saw that taylor posted something in the chat room yeah taylor hi taylor Taylor says i'm here per joe's request and i listened until you were going to say a rumor then i shut it off but evening kitty girls okay here Good we evening, go kitty latte uh all right so here we go here is uh Freaky Money. Freaky Money featuring Big Frida. I'm going to start any second now. Good evening, everybody. I'm so happy y'all was up in here. Is it too loud, too low? It's good. Your host is an MC for this evening. How's everybody doing? Kiss me like you miss me. Hunt me like you hate me. Shoot a movie on my face. Take another picture. Put it on my Insta. Come on, give me another taste. All right, so that's freaky mind, and, and so I get the the impression they're going to do some sort of read you wrote you kind of thing, right? Which would be great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so they're going to do something like that, and then they'll have the jury come back, so sort of a reunion, and then the ver- the jury is going to do something. The rumor being that they send two of the queens home. That's what they vote for. They send two of the queens home. So uh, the jury comes back in two episodes, and it's rumored to be the entire cast again. The jury comes back in two episodes. Oh, um, yes. It's the rest of the cast. Wow. Which someone was saying, it's weird because when people didn't know that what was going to happen. Remember when the queen sat around the table and confronted each other about the eliminations? Yes. We didn't know that was going to happen. And people were saying, like, well, they've done that. They've gotten it out. So what are they going to do? What's the jury going to do now? Yeah, they kind of that was that could have very much been like a deliberating jury bit. Hey, maybe they just come back and they can ask him like one question or mm-hmm. Oh, wait, maybe. That's a good point. Yeah, what well, we're going to find out. So, just to recap, uh that either the final two are 
BB and Trixie. That's based on the original T from Naive Smalls. I, I tend to believe that because Naive Smalls has been right on the money every single time. Okay. Mm-hmm. There was a little bit of a controversy. We talked about it on a, on a previous uh, rumor mill. And that's why people were doubting her, where she said that Aja wins no no challenge, has no wins. And there was the whole debate of does winning a challenge count if you're in the top two, but don't win the lip sync. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but then Naive nailed it with Ben's elimination. She mean down to the almost exactly. Uh, yeah. Two, Shangela and Trixie. That's, could, that could be that combination, because I guess there's some sort of tea about Shangela and Trixie that have the most girls sent home. Trixie and Kennedy... I that one that's the current T. I guess we'll see. I, I find that one hard to believe. I look. I would love a world like I. I would love a world where Shangela and Trixie because that's who it should be. I don't like this BB. I don't like this Kennedy. And then BB and Shangela because the jury voted to eliminate the Trixie and Kennedy T. Do you have any thoughts on that, Evan? Um, my main thought is that I don't so do we i do we com- really think that the bb being a mole thing is out oh yeah like, i i don't think bb is a mole so that annoys me more because i i do not like the idea of bb being in the top because i do not think that she's done as much to deserve to be there but she kind of did step her game up this week but um but can i tell you yeah, my I'm, speculation about that but go ahead finish your thought i'm sorry i'm just saying i'm it's gonna be very interesting to see kind of how these last two episodes play out because I, I really have no certain, we don't really have a lot of certainty. I would about what's going to happen here, but that's all. I mean, I, I don't love the idea of BB being in the end. I actually think Kennedy would deserve it, mm-hmm. but again, that's all going to depend on, you know, how things play out when these last two challenges, mm-hmm. but here, let me tell you my theory on that, which is, and I, like I said, and I talked about this last week, never, never attribute, uh, uh, wow being smart wow being smart which it could just be incompetence and i think what it is with wow is they have a deep intricate relationship with producer entertainment and bb is with producer entertainment oh is she they're her managers and so it could be like keep her around because we want to be able to get more money for her and put her in these work the world tours and like get a bigger draw for her and get more money so it could be just as simple as that like I think something that we like to think like, oh, then look, if she's a mole, I'll be gagged. Yeah, truly. That's actually the best. That's a great point. If there, if there is some deep seated, like, you know, like all the shit that we've been reading into for so long, like if that actually is true, that'll be the shocker right there. Yeah. But I, I, I don't think she's a mole because I feel like none of the, no one else has, that's like a made up speculation. No one, none of the T people have ever said that. Hmm. None of the two people have ever said that, but maybe what I don't know. What if she just sort of like says, "I've won before and I give up"? Would you consider that a mole? No, I would consider that a cop out, not a mole. I'd whack that mole. Sorry, continue. <laughs> uh, is there any? <laughs> is there any All Stars three drama that we're missing? I think we've pretty much. I mean, there's only two episodes. There are only two episodes left. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean gag that nancy pelosi is um the guest judge next week well, which is she's, amazing she's just doing like a like a uh lisa kudrow style moby style oh, walkthrough is that what it is yeah because the actual judges are uh isn't it chris colfer and um, oh that's right you right you right who i think is really cute by the way oh by the way you know what i do too it's that voice that kills me what i don't like his voice uh, his voice? I love his voice. I think it's funny. You I think love it's funny when it's like, so high like this? 
Like, look, I like a gay voice, all right? I like a gay voice. But his voice is like literally like this. Doesn't bother me. No, but yeah, he's very, very cute. Oh, my God. He's so cute. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all the tea I really have. I don't for all star street, but but all star street. But you know, we are doing another episode. Yeah, we're guys. So if you are not interested, if you don't want to hear season ten spoilers, we're gonna lose a lot of listeners. I think uh, we're gonna Taylor, Evan, and I are gonna be back for our season ten rumor mail. It's gonna be a separate episode. So that those season 10 people who don't want to hear it, they can log off. But why don't we – so – but for this episode, uh, with people who – everyone stick around actually. Stick around. Let me just – don't go yet. We're not going to start season 10 right away. And there's something I want to do before we start season 10. So don't – if you're in the chat room or if you're listening live, don't leave just yet. I'll give you a warning when we're going to start the season 10 episode. But anyway, uh, while that concludes this episode of The Rumor Mill, special thanks for my BFF, Evan Ayers. Thanks, kitty girl. This has been so fun. Has it? Yeah, I'd better get ready for another show then. Mixler, I barely know her. I love it. I had to edit on that joke. to California, see the shining scene.